Hey, Spit and Chicklets listeners, you can find every episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Ooh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost. My turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. Go there now. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode Thomas Holmstrom of Spit and Chicklets, brought to you by Bastel Sports. Whitney already spoiled Pavel a few weeks back. Say hello to the boys, Mikey Granelli, our producer. He's over here setting he up, so talk. I'll say I'll say hello oh, for him. Hello, gentlemen. I'm a little Italian. Fuck. Ah, Mikey Grinelli, right here. <laughs> uh, our boy Paul Biznasty Bissonette, somewhere out in the western part of the continent. Hello, boys. That was creepy. And our boy Ryan Whitney, uh, and he has a couple of guests with him. Wits, who are you with over there? Uh, I'm with uh, Kevin Hayes. He's a restricted free agent. I played for the New York Rangers this year. Um, we will talk about that in a little bit. And we're with Keith Yandel, stud defensive from Florida Panthers. <laughs> name the worst name in the English language. Keith. So, Access granted. So Bizonette played with Keith. Uh, Hazy and Keith played together in the Rangers. I never played with anyone here but Biz, so that doesn't really count because he never played. So it's all of us hanging, and it's going to be a good one. So what's going on, boys? What's up, bud? You guys hitting the, hitting the links today or what? It was an absolute so- joke of a day. Well, Kev, like Witt said, uh, you're a restricted free agent. How are uh, how the contract talks progressing? Well, quickly, I'm going to interrupt. Uh, Kevin, there was rumors about all about the city of Boston. This is a guy who walks around with the grossest feet in the city, but he walks oh around God. very quickly. He's all over the place. I hear he's getting traded. All of a sudden, I saw a little tweet from Kevin Hayes this weekend of the Leonardo DiCaprio speech in uh, Wolf of Wall Street when he's like, I ain't fucking leaving. <laughs> So that was Kevin's description or, or exclamation that he's staying a ranger. We'll, we'll be seeing him in the red, white, and blue. What are you, Rich traded, Clune? Just... <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess you're, you're a spokesperson now. So, But uh, actually, the big name out there right now, no one's dragged him down yet. John Tavares, everyone's been talking about him every day. He's meeting with a handful of teams. What do you think, Wits? You think he stays on the island or what? I know we've been talking. I feel like we've been talking about him for a month, but this is the way it's been going. I think he's crazy if he stays there, to be honest with you. I, I, I know I don't like saying to be honest, but this time I really am because <laughs> I, <laughs> because listen, it's all about winning for him. He, we've said before he's going to get whatever he wants in money. It's all about winning. So why would you stay with the honest? They don't have a goalie. And people talk about Lula Morello's there and they got a new coach. They're going to have a new GM, all that. Well, those guys don't play. 
They're in suits, 200 feet above the ice, chirping guys when they make mistakes. So I don't really understand where the Islanders will go. Uh, I respect him being very loyal if that is if that is what he does. But I have a weird feeling we could end up seeing him a Maple Leaf, which would be a little scary for the league. Biz, what do you have on that before we go to the current players who have to deal with him? Well, let me just say this. John Tavares, unbelievable guy. Uh, party with him a few times. You don't today. know him, Biz. Deal. You don't know him. I, know, I, I don't know him well, but every time I've met him, he's been super nice to me. So I'm like, yes. I'm like, I'm like give me the follow on the gram. Anyway, <laughs> but now saying that, since all this has been going down, I am fucking so jealous of this guy. He gets to go to these meetings. He's probably they're probably like, "Hey, what do you want for lunch?" He's probably calling in Nobu Sushi. He's got fucking any he's got the he's got the green light on any credit card. They probably PJ'd him in staying at Four Seasons where are they are the all the I meetings think they in Toronto, all went by to the see way? him. Yeah, they were in LA, LA, weren't they? Yeah, yeah they went to see him, dude. He didn't go to the city. Jesus Christ, biz. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Well, even better. So he got the state put. He, he probably just fucking Uber helicoptered around with their credit card just for the fun of it. But, man, I, I kind of wish I could go back in time, actually train and, and put down the booze and, and be put in a situation where I could fucking interview teams about taking me. Whoa, whoa, That's whoa. a so you, th- you think if you put the bottle down for a summer, you'd be having JT discussions? <laughs> Dude, you would have had to like get a new bottle made of like Superman stuff and put down the usual booze <laughs> bottle and got a new pair of hands and a new pair of feet via surgery to even be considered. You don't have the Michael Jordan mic stuff give me from two uh, Space Jam. Give me two summers. Uh, give me, give me uh, two summers of trading with, training with Sidney Crosby. I bet you I'd get back in the league. Well, it's not it's not a stretch to think he might double his salary too. I mean, he only made five and a half only five and a half last year. I mean, look at what Ilya Kovalchuk just signed for six and a quarter. He's thirty five years old, three year deal with the Kings. I mean, whoever signs the virus, he's got to be looking at at least what fucking ten million, anyways. No minimum, minimum. Oh, yeah, you, hey, I mean, hey, you hey, think hey, of put- minimum, Keith? Yeah. Quickly, Hazy, you're. I don't want to. I don't want to tamp. I don't want to get him involved with tampering here. <laughs> he ain't going to Florida. So, no, no, don't chirp. He's just not going there. But, Hazy, your Ranger Islanders, you know, the rivalry. What's it like playing against him? What makes him so good? So, we only play against him twice, but he's impossible to defend. You saw those goals he scored this year. But, yeah, I mean, he's making 10 minimum. Um, If I had a guess, it's either the Islanders or San Jose, I think. You think he's going to the Sharks? Sharks? Yeah, I do. I mean, they're nasty, and I heard they have a ton of cap, and he's – I heard he – I don't really know him at all, but – He's a low-key guy. It's a low-key organization. This might be a dumb question. Uh, is Joe Thornton up for contract this summer? Yeah, he is. So yep. I, I, my guy. I, I think Jumbo was probably in that meeting, just a, just a hunch. Uh, and he might take a lot less money if they can somehow lure him in, because I think Joe Thornton's made, what, like 150 fucking million in his career? <laughs> he and he, he probably just wants to put his name on the cup, so he's like, hey, He's going to wait to make his decision based on what Chaveras does. If he doesn't come over, I say that Thornton's like, okay, well, now I want my seven. Is that how I say his name? Traveris? Is it Tavares or Tavares? Tavares. There's no fuck. I'm going to be getting ripped for for saying his name wrong. R.A. and Hazy are saying different things. Tavares? Tavares. No, Tavares. Not T-R. More than a woman. Yeah, but we don't really get shit right on this podcast. Names, numbers, stats. We're not big on that. Anyway, I, I think that uh, Joe Thornton's going to wait to see what he does. And, and if uh, Tavares comes over, I think uh, Joe, Big Joe's going to take a little bit of a pay cut. What do you think, Keith? Uh, I actually hate to agree with you, but I think that sounds a little bit 
you know, like it makes some sense, but um, I, th- I, I think it's either San Jose or uh, Florida. <laughs> Florida's think? in the mix? Well, hopefully after this show he is, and I'll, I'll PJ out there to see him. Yeah, and Biz will be like, oh, the team's paid for you to PJ. Actually, funny, quick funny story about Biz. I did an ad for uh, Spit and Chicklets the other day for Drink Aid, which is a thing you drink to not get hung over. First, te- first text I get from Biz, dude, that was a great ad. What are they paying, for? What are they paying us for that? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, dude. That's up to the ad department. I don't know. He's like, oh, that was fine. Right, let's try. I'm just looking to find out. Yeah, but we're starting to add them to the stories now. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I we're monetizing the fuck too. out of our account. That's how you make the dough. I know we didn't make Keith money, but we might start making Keith money. I'm in a Keith house right now, and it's made out of Keith money. Hey, Hazy, what are you? What are you hoping to get, Hazy? Like three million a year? <laughs> what? <laughs> Twenty-eight goals this year. Twenty. Oh my god. Uh, I, I he mean, can't I even answer. I'll answer it for him. I'll make at least five a year. Three I'll million, five? Biz. I'll give him five of mine to come He's down. He's not so. fighting every night like you. Hey, Keith, give us a bit. Like, what was it like to play with Biz? Like, I, I, <laughs> I did at the beginning. Like, you were with him for a while. I was, yeah. I mean, I was, I seen it all from him. I mean, he literally first day, <laughs> first day into the into the lock into the shower. He's like, Yeah, what's up, dude? Can I live with you? I'm like, Hey, I'm Keith. Nice to meet you. And then, um, yeah, obviously didn't let him live with me because I'm not a complete mutant. Um, no, honestly, Biz is probably like top 300 favorite teammates. <laughs> I, I got a story for you, Fox. And Hazy, you can attest to this because you play with the hands. I'm, a sh- I'm shocked that I'm actually friends with this guy because of this story. So the speaking of showers, this fucking guy... Would, you know how the team supplies you razors and they're those big plastic blue razors with the one blade yeah, in it? You, you, prison, you bring prison. them home, you like steal them all? Prison no, razors. No, I would never – I wouldn't give them one to my worst enemy. Keith, with that big thick beard he has right now, he would fucking use those on his face. And, and my jaw dropped when I was would in the shower really? and saw this. I couldn't believe my eyes. And I asked him, I said, I'm like, you use those things? Like, did you forget your razor? And he's like, no, no, no. And this guy's just going at his face without doing it carefully. Then the worst part about it is this fucking guy, once he's done his face, he goes right down to his junk and he finishes off with his junk, which is a two, <laughs> two-stroke penalty because, one, he's using one of those one-blade Bic razors to shave his junk, which, I mean, clearly he doesn't care about his dick and, and sack. And two... The motherfucker sh- shaving his nutsack in the team shower. That's got to be some sort of fine. No, but dude, I'm not doing it at my shut. house. How is that a fine, dude? I, I mean, that's the team. By the way, it's usually the visitor's room. Who cares about the other team's arena? It's like shaving your chest at a hotel. You leave, it looks like you like shaved the teddy bear, and then you leave it there. We're gonna have we're gonna have to get feedback from the fans on this about shaving your nutsack. Yeah, people uh, are gonna decide to shave their nutsack in a hazy. Let's, arena. let's voice a reason, hazy. Hey, so Keith was what are you a year and a half with us? I swear to God, whenever I saw Keith or Mark Stahl, they would team up. Whenever I saw them coming in the shower, I would get out of the shower, wait for them to finish, and go back in because they would just torture me in the shower, and because I have like this like hair on my lower back. <laughs> oh, you got a little you got a soul you? patch in your back there. Uh, why won't he shave it? Not, not, not the 
me and Stalzy call it the ass toque because it looks like his, <laughs> his ass has a winter hat on and a, <laughs> Canadians call it a toque. So it's an ass toque. It looks like a welcome mat on and the back so, of his like. No joke. I would, they would come into the shower. I'd see Stalzy come in and I would say, all right, this will be fine. This will be fine. And then I hear <laughs> Keith's stupid voice coming in being like, what's up, boys? <laughs> And then I'd be like, all right, I'm out of here. I would literally stand outside of the shower. Shampoo in your hair. Until, you're like, I'm fucking out. <laughs> until they finished. And then one of them would leave, and they would fake leave. And I'd get back in the shower, and they'd come running back into the shower. And I'm like, this is fucking brutal. And it literally went on for the whole year. Hey, I'm you want to know another too. shower story is I'd be putting on my clothes because this guy would be getting rubbed down for 10 hours <laughs> and I would be one of the last to leave the rink and I'd be walking out with my street clothes on after my shower and he'd be like, no, you have to take your clothes off and come shower with me because I need someone to talk to. So I'd have to get undressed and go in the fucking shower <laughs> and watch this guy shave his nuts with a one bit razor. He still does that in the summers. Oh, yeah. Still. <laughs> I'll be rushing but, to a tea time. But He's those like, are hey, some of the best conversations I'd, you've ever I'd, had. I'd literally rather get donkey kicked in the nuts <laughs> than take a shower by myself. <laughs> all right, how do you feel about this? I'm just, I'm just entertained by it all. Like I said, I didn't, I never really had the. I mean, my locker room experiences was fucking basketball in high school about thirty years ago. So uh, <laughs> I didn't, you know, you guys. Oh, it, it is funny though, because like I don't think people realize how much time you guys actually do spend in the shower. When you accumulate all the time, all the road trips, all the time you spend together, you probably spend more time in the shower than your significant other, no doubt. In so college, it, it's funny. In college, when everyone went by me and all, they covered up everything except for their wrench, and I named every single guy on BU by his <laughs> wrench too. Was, oh, yeah. They covered up their feet and everything else. I was like, Sully, Rochi, Diamond, Offier. I was just naming them. Boom, 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 hey, boom, boom. Hey, you're like, oh, you try to you try to throw me off with the shave job. I'm Still like, oh, oh, yeah, dude, you have a covered wagon. That's a Canadian, like Biz. Oh, you grew up your fuzzy to try to tick me. No, it's bad. It's the locker room talk. The locker room talk. Yeah, it's a little extreme. Transplant. So who's the fucking try to throw you off? Just to ruin your own life. Who had the? Who's got the biggest wrench among you guys? You play, and who historically, like the out of the legends, who's got the biggest? Yeah, who's got a Taylor Pyatt, a weapon? Whoa! Hey, on three. Oh, I I know who you're gonna say, but me and Biz. One, two, three. Hanky. Oh, hey, Lundquist? Lundquist? Oh, that motherfucker! That guy! Oh God, these handsome guys get it all, man. Now, what wasn't Jim McKenzie like that fighter from long ago? Wasn't Jimmy he? Man. Wasn't he supposedly the like the biggest schlong ever? He in wants NHL to come on the podcast. Apparently, he I think Donor to told me about yeah. this guy. He said he has a fucking baby uh, baby's arm holding another baby's arm. They said it was so With big he used to show all the wives. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, the old the old Rolex around the rest. Hey, you see my new watch? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Holy okay, shit. Think, so anyways, hey, boys, I think we hit our cock talk limit. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, this, this is a hockey podcast, and uh, there actually was a pretty significant trade since our last show. Carolina sent uh, Noah Hannafin and Elias Lindholm. Man rocket, Noah Hannafin. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Handsome and he just shit. got a sleeve tat, which makes yeah. him even hotter. I know. That makes you – well, no, it – you you stay as hot as you are, but it brings in a different demographic of chicks that are like, oh, tattoo yeah. guy, I'm gonna whack. Him. But but he's absolutely yoked, and he's a man rocket, and he's 
tat, tat it up, and he's fifth overall pick. Yeah, we're going like, to have to get the scouting report on his dick. <laughs> I'll give it to you. What about his dick, though? All right, so go, going back, I'll take that, take two. Um, again, Noah Hannafin, Elias Lindholm to Calgary. Uh, going back to Carolina, his Dougie Hamilton traded yet again. Uh, Michael Furland in the defensive prospect, uh, Adam Fox, who plays at Harvard. Going back to Carolina. Uh, huge trade. Like I said, this is the second time Dougie Hamilton's been traded, and his GM said, uh, we want guys who want to be here, so you start to wonder what the kind of stink is around him. And Noah Hannafin, which we talk about the show all the time, about holding on to your defensive prospects as long as you can. Don't let them go too early. Uh, what do you make of the trade? I mean, yeah, I think Noah's unreal. Uh, he went fifth overall for a reason. And um, I think Calgary kind of – Kind of won that trade. Uh, that prospect, though, Fox, is is pretty sick. Uh, I think he's a Long Island kid. Uh, he ran World Juniors. He ran that USA Power Play, and and uh, he's a he's a pretty no, he's a pretty sick prospect. Uh, How do so you I know think about this kid? That's easy, easy, Bob McKenzie. No, he's, I'm serious though. He, who's his high school coach? He, he's a stud, and and I think he's going to end up being a big. If Carolina is to win that trade, he'll be a big part of it. I mean, does it feel like they gave up on Hannafin too early and they, well, they just didn't want to deal with his contract fight? I don't what, think they do wanted think to pay him. That? I don't think they wanted to pay him. He's going to make some big bucks. I don't think they wanted to pay him. Now, by the way, we've talked about the new owner there doesn't want to pay the scout cell phone bills. So he, he doesn't want to pay a good defenseman big, big time money, five, six million a year. Is that a true story? Dude, true story. Apparently the guy's like, I don't need to pay the scout cell phone bills. And why do scouts need to be scouting at the game? They can watch from TV. So he's trying to like change the game. That's going oh, to be a disaster. I don't know about that, that whole I'm down with the cell phone bills because I'm a cheap fuck. But the- holy shit. I mean. <laughs> You're like, we pay, we pay for my cell phone bill. I'll bring you up in every spit and check this podcast. Um, so... Think about Dougie Hamilton, though. Like, that's a good player that, for some reason, I don't know. I don't know him, but there's obviously something that's off with him. I don't know if it's the locker room, away from the ice, on the ice. But I mean, for a guy to be that good, and two teams are like, "All right, see you later." It's just odd to see. So there's obviously something there where teams get sick of him, or he gets sick of being there, and makes a stink. So it's kind of odd to see a, good, a player that good get traded twice at this young in his career. I think it's a good move uh, to, I mean, sell him high, right? Because last year he had such a good year. I think he had what? I think he might have had close to 15 goals, maybe over that. Yeah, and I think uh, he did. I, think he I, did. I definitely think Calgary wins this trade. Hannafin's, Hannafin's uh, solidified himself as a, as a what? A top four defenseman in the NHL with this Fox kid. I know he's a stud, but, I mean, you still don't know if he's gonna, it's going to transfer over to the NHL. So it's still a little bit of a gamble. If he pans out, then... And then I guess a lot of the weight of this trade is going to depend on he pans out. Yeah, I mean, Hannafin was an all-star last year. He's a stud. Yeah, I think he had uh, 10 goals, to, uh, 22 assists, I believe. Let me, do, let me do the old hockey. All-star game. It wasn't the coast like you went to an all-star game in the coast. It was an I, went to two, I went to two all-star games hey, in the what coast. Was your gift? Was... What was your gift at those? They give you, like, a AAA discount card? No, they give them nothing. <laughs> Hey, true story. At the time, the owner for the Wheeling Nailers, like their family had a bunch of money, and they PJ'd me out there with them all the way to Boise, Idaho to to go to my first – what? Same plane as like Major League when they're like, oh, is this us? No, you're coming up here. (laughs) Bus with uh, wings. (laughs) Hey, Hannafin, he's still only 21 years old. 
very young. He's still, I mean, he hasn't even blossomed yet. I think his best days are ahead of him. Uh, again, again, like you said, it's going back to Hamilton. You know, there's something odd there. Uh, a, a weird stat, too, I noticed. that They said that Noah Hannafin had the same amount of points after his first three years as Dougie Hamilton after his, his first three years, which is just a coincidental stat. But, uh, yeah, this is one, obviously, it's going to hinge probably on how Adam Fox turns out. If he turns out to be a stud, then, you know, this is a, a, a trade will probably be best, best graded later. And uh, not to pump my own tees, but he did have 10 goals and 22 assists wow, last season. Nice. So uh, lick my balls. Yeah, no one, no one even questioned it. Um, Fast. But I, I also think with that trade, too, it's, I mean, you're trading two good D-men. It's kind of a one-on-one trade, so it all depends on how both of them do. But I think it would be good for both of them, I think. Yeah, I, I, I just, you, it all depends on Fox. That's the good way to look at it. It's just, it's crazy to see that this is when trades happen. This is the exciting time of the year. So hopefully we get some more of them so we have shit to talk about. Biz, I have a quick question. Looking at you right now in this shirt, what did you do? What did you do today so far? Like you look, what is it out there? Six thirty? Seven? Yeah, I went to. I went what to. Have oh you yeah, done yeah. Today? Hey, so okay, time out. So from the I, minute you I woke you up, tell us your whole day. I want to know your day today. Uh, well, I, I did a lot of uh, business stuff this morning. You guys are gonna make oh, fun of me. No, for no, saying that's that. what I want to know. What the fuck is your business stuff? Business. Well, I found us a, another sponsor for the podcast. Uh, it's gonna be a, a, a company. I, I can't talk about it on air because it's still like uh, like like a non-disclosed kind of thing. All right, all right. Uh, but uh, they want me to do a couple infomercials for them personally, and then also I'm going to have the guy on the podcast come tell his very cool story about this company he started, and he's going to buy ad reads. So fucking hooray for us! Right, money in our pocket. Good job. Good job. So what did you do since then? Well, then I usually spend four hours of my day at this uh, this new gym that I signed up for that apparently you guys knew that there's a bunch of them. I didn't know that, but it's called Equinox. And this place is like a strip club on steroids with the fittest women you've ever seen in your life all working on glute exercises. So I basically just sit there and drool all day. It's all about the glutes. <laughs> Oh, they got the band work going. They have personal trainers there. I stretch there for probably two hours a day. I'm as limber as I've ever been right now, and it's it's a very special place. Biz, you got to get the like the the world membership where you can, if you're traveling with the Coyotes or whatever, you can go to the Equinox in that city. We we ran into an Equinox in Soho. Me, Vise, and Brady Shea. And Man Rocket. Brady Shea. You guys, you guys signed up, or did they give you guys free memberships? Listen, man. Like, I'm trying to tell a story. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> but, yeah, Brady Shea is my number one man rocket for sure yes, yes. in the whole NHL, I think. But, but uh, so we walk in and we have no idea if we can, hey, here's 25 bucks. Can we come in for the day? We have no idea. Luckily, our boy Jerry was there. He noticed who we were. Huge Rangers fan. He's like, hey, you guys can come whenever you want. Thinking that we weren't going to come that often. And we were like, all right, sounds good. Got his number. Literally went for the next, like, two weeks. It was right after the season. Staying in shape, obviously. And You guys brought lawn chairs and just sat there with street clothes on. <laughs> and so, Coolers. And so, no, no. And so we, we're having this huge debate there, the three of us, because there, there is absolute, like, smokes just walking around this gym. And, and it's like you're never going to see these people ever again. And I heard that it's not kosher to go up to a girl at the gym and, like, I would never do that in a million so, years. No, so I just our, want to stare. Our gym big, police. No, our big debate was: Do it's you do you think it's okay? Do you think it's okay to to go introduce yourself not creepily at 
equinox but go say hello to someone and be like hey we should go get drinks but i only would walk up with brady shea though because there's no way yeah. to say no to him yeah send him over <laughs> uh here, he, okay so here's the good news about me joining the vancouver one i've been told by people to join it so i'll run into like hot girls that are like dating my buddies so like so like when you're like talking to other girls at this gym automatically it's like surrounding yourself with girls at the bar where like girls are like, okay, these guys aren't creep. They have girls around as yeah, opposed we to don't, you. We just didn't like 10 have, we, had, we, A, we didn't go up to anyone because we debated it the whole time, nor did we have any girls with us. And they had their bar yeah. clothes on. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> guys, I would definitely have to evaluate the situation. If I was getting like, I fucked and I, I'd be like, Hey, what's up? Like, have we ever met? That's a good lead in, but I definitely, uh, have, have you done this before? Uh, <laughs> you look like my future ex-wife. Have you seen my Halloween tattoo on my forearm? Hey, uh, do you like foreskin or not? <laughs> just I'm just going to, I'm just going to throw it with you. I mean, weigh your options. But now let me go back to the first time I, I was recommended to go there. So I like stroll in, you got to like meet with a fucking real estate agent to like, you know, sign up your, your, all your membership stuff. But she's like, let me give you a walkthrough. We walked up the stairs. I'm like, okay, good. Where do I sign? <laughs> I didn't even get to go to these like different class areas. I just, I was like, I was like sniffing the bench seats <laughs> after after fucking reps. And, and she's like, sir, uh, I think we should go sign the paperwork. Did you, did you, on it? Be honest. Did you try to finagle like a little off the membership? Uh, here's an even crazier story is, uh, the girl who was signing me up when we went back downstairs, she's like, Oh, like we've like partied together. And, and I don't, I, I believe that I had a crazy night in Victoria one time and I believe that we, you know, I don't need to explain the rest. So the girl signing me up. And, and so she, she's like, uh, I'm going no, to give, give me a hundred extra because you were two minutes. Her because I, I, I believe I'd already finagled her. <laughs> nice. Oh, so, oh, that doesn't. I'll just leave it. At, now I may be wrong, but she said it like, "Oh yeah, like we've partied before," and I'm like, "Oh god, that night." Oof, okay, well, there's a fair chance that yes, we've swapped saliva. Nice tonsil hawk. Anyway, so, so. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Ooh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. All right, another thing I want to get into after all the uh, Equinox talk, the new gym biz didn't know about. It's been around for 15 years. Golds. Rick Nash. Both of these guys play with him in New York. Um, said today that, you know, he's not sure if he'll even be playing next year. So we know he had some concussion issues before he got one with the Bruins. I know both you guys are real tight with him. So what, what kind of guy is he? What is he, what is he meant to play, you know, to you guys when you've played with him? And what's kind of going on with his health, you think? Uh, first of all, yeah, I love Nasher. He's one of my all-time favorites. He's um, a good golfer. Yeah, really good. I yeah. got a good golf story after. Um, nice. But yeah, I, I <laughs> remember the one in. Uh, no, yeah, great guy, unbelievable player. I uh, really, really hope he plays. Um, you know, even if it's not in Florida, somewhere else. Uh, I just think his presence in the league's awesome. I think he's a Phoenix has a meeting with him. Oh, two-hour-long <laughs> meeting. <Yeah>. Skype. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, he's 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 a great guy. Um, yeah, I just really hope he uh, he plays again, just because I love him. Yeah, Nasher's 
I probably have a list of five people that are all the same on my list, and he's he's definitely on that list. He's an unbelievable guy. Who's your list? Uh, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Uh, I would have to oh, go. Keith didn't make it. It's awkward. No, no. Keith didn't make Keith, the list. Keith is one easily. Let's go. Uh, Nasher's one A. Uh, Johnny Hockey is three. I've never met him or party with him. He seems like a fucking awesome guy. Man. He's unbelievable. Johnny Ham Almost and Cheese. Almost follow me on Twitter. Dude, Johnny Ham and Cheese. He is unbelievable. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> what a nickname. Dude, you want to know how he got that nickname? <laughs> hey, okay. Well, know. yes. Tell the story. Okay, so we go to this sushi place in uh, Milton where we live. Uh, best sushi around. And we go in there one day. We're like, hockey, you're eating sushi. He's like, no, 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 dude. This kid, he eats like a, a kid. He eats like a legitimate seven-year-old. So there's a sub shop across the street that probably nobody's been in 10 years. He walks in there, gets a ham and cheese sub, plain, nothing on it, comes back into the sushi restaurant, eats his ham and cheese. Shut the fuck up. At <laughs> Johnny Ham and Cheese. He brought a ham and cheese sub into each row and ate it in there? Yep. Yeah. And wouldn't try any of the sushi? No. No, wouldn't even look at it. His pre dude, reaction we, right now when is, we were is at, when we were at school. We were at BC. They had like this buffet for us before games, and he didn't like. He doesn't eat like red sauce. He just just pasta and butter. That's it. Like nothing else. But the meatballs came, but they were like already in the 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 container, and there was red sauce on them. So you know exactly where Johnny sat at the table, even if you didn't eat with him, because you would come and he would take his meatballs, hold it. Hey, hold this, hold this. He would take his meatballs in his napkin and rub it around like no. this. <laughs> to get the red sauce off. <laughs> no way. Until all the sauce was out. And then he would pick out the bread, like the inside of the bread, and shove his meatballs into like this tiny little roll. And that's what he would have before games. Oh, my God. <laughs> this guy, he's not even human. Yeah. No. At least he's not crossing the sauces like Ovechkin, though. That's true. Dipping the fucking marinara one in the Alfredo. Yeah. That's fucking Wait, piece what? of shit stuff. Oh, uh, hey, so I never told you a story about Gordo. I'm like, because like when I first started playing with Gordo, I'm like, hey, like, what's Ovechkin like when he came over? And he's like, oh, like awesome guy, everything. And and he's like, you know, it drives me a bit nuts how he crosses the sauces, though. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, pregame meal, he he'll dunk the fucking marinara one in the Alfredo. So and he crosses the sauces oh, and it drove dude, I Gordo, could see Gordo up the fucking wall. It. Yeah, I mean, Gordo gets like, mad if the ref doesn't drop it. it. So he used the same spoon for both. Yeah, that's not right. For both, when there was one for each, of course. Yeah. Hey, uh, quickly, we got to get back. I need this Rick Nash golf story because you both left. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's two, two Nash golf stories. You can tell the one that we went. I'll tell the other one. one okay, yeah, days. go ahead. All right, so uh, it was Paul Carey's birthday uh, right during, right before training camp. And um, we, get a, we get an invite to go play Fisher Island, which is like number, number like six or number nine. Track. It's like one of the. It's by far the best course. Please, you got to take a boat there. They wouldn't even let you on the boat. No yeah. joke. <laughs> it's one of the nicest courses in the world. And Nash was like an avid golfer, and he's like, "All right, to Vise, who is not a golfer, he golfed three times. Yeah, what? At this point, he's probably played five rounds of golf total. And his Harvard connection gets us out there. And Nash was like, "Hey, if you get us on the course, I'll get us there. I'll get us back. Whatever, whatever." So Nasher texts us. He's like, hey, 645 West Side Highway, AM. A helicopter comes, picks us up. Nasher's paying for everything. Picks us up, flies us to Fisher's Island. We land on Fisher's Island. 
play 18, eat lunch, play another 18. Heli- day. Yeah, helicopter picks us up back, but but like Nasher loves golf, and we're trying to figure out like who's gonna play with who because we're playing with a couple. It was me, Brady Shea, Paul Carey, Vise, Nasher, and then Vise's buddy who got us out there, Penn, and Penn's dad and Penn's dad's buddy, and we're figuring out like, hey, like you guys have who, a school bus. Yeah, like we're figuring out who's gonna play with who. And Vise like literally is not a golfer at all. This is the nicest course. He's playing with the member who got us out there. He slept in the. He's in the member's cart. He slept in the cart for a whole 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. <laughs> Didn't participate in it. Not, not, not slept, like sat Fell asleep. There. Not, not just sat there or slept. Fell, fell asleep. So a member at Fisher's Island was driving around with this asshole kid sleeping in the cart? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh was it was the first 18 or the no, second, second 18? Second. That's a fair question. Yeah, second. What do you, oh, you guys played okay. 36? I mean, I've never played more than one round a day. You can pay me to do that. <laughs> I, I, I think nine holes is the perfect amount, by the way. Twelve. Uh, but but I, I'm going to lean towards that's okay, considering <laughs> it was the second 18. First 18, unacceptable. Yeah, I think it's acceptable at a municipal course. But if you're <laughs> at Fisher Island, like... Dude, was he, he drinking? It's not that comfy a golf cart. Like, who sleeps in a golf? They might add does nice v- ones, dude. Does VZ sleep? By the way, you know Keith Yandel's dad, Biz, not lying, sleeps in the ocean. While he'll still, <laughs> Buddy Yandel goes in the ocean and, like the manatee he is, falls asleep. While floating in the ocean. Only way he wakes up is if a wave comes over his head, dude. I'm not it's kidding you. I never believed dynamite. it, and I went down to Marshfield. Wow. How and could I... you relax yourself enough? All right, could you handle. relax yourself enough in the ocean <laughs> and, and trust that you wouldn't maybe drown when you fell asleep All right, can't that? swim. Oh, you yeah. can't swim, all right? Fuck you, it's bad. I'm like <laughs> fucking Johnny Weissmuller out there. Ask a millennial. Dude, I'm Charleston not a great had swimmer. Are you a great swimmer, pool, right? so he might be I'm a good a, swimmer. Yeah, I'm actually a pretty good swimmer. Yeah, I think that's a great spot. If you're comfortable in the water, you're not a pussy and afraid of sharks, then you can easily zonk out in the water. Because then if, you, if you're drunk and you pass out, you're going to wake up right away, right, when you hit Wait, the water. He's not on a float. He's just laying on his back, not on a float. That, that's even more impressive. Like, that especially is... If you could just lay there and do like the dead man's float, right, Keith? Yeah. Yeah. But face yeah. up. All right. You ever go to Bunker Hill Community Pool or no? Oh, oh you mean up the top of the hill? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The bunker? You oh, used, used to have yeah, the best diving board in the world. <laughs> I went there as a it, kid yeah, all the, the time. 16 footer. <laughs> yeah. It was unreal. Yeah. You know, after hours because you'd sneak in the back fence and drink beers and shit yeah. up there late night and then get chased by the cops and shit. <laughs> I'm a, oh, that's I'm cool. Breaking the law. Leg. Yeah. R.A. would just chuck a shit in there. Everyone would be like, oh, it's a baby Ruth. Like the joke, no, it was actually R.A. shit. No, yeah. so actually the lifeguard, some, uh, every, every year, like one lifeguard would get drunk and do that. So like the next day he wouldn't have to work because they have to like <laughs> smart, re-sanitize the whole pool. Oh, but no, genius. it wasn't me, man. No way. It's just a baby. It's, I got it. It's baby Ruth. <laughs> Boys, uh, I hate to change it to hockey talk, but what are you guys thinking about Kovalchuk coming back? I'm curious to see what he has. I don't know if he's going to have much. This is a different game. Like, I watched the Olympics. It was it was slow motion out there, and he was dominating. It's not the NHL. But the, the reason that I think I'm wrong is because I've been wrong since I started doing this for a living. <laughs> and, he, I mean, for, for them to give him that much money, it's like they obviously know something that maybe I don't, uh, and a bunch of teams wanted him. But still, it's so I – mean, what was it, five years ago, R.A. or Grinelli? Five years ago he left? Kovalchuk? Yeah, yeah 2013. So, so 
I was in the NHL 2013. That feels like 15 years ago. So good luck to him. Um, L.A.'s a slow team, so they needed some speed. I don't think he's that fast. But still, you knew he was going somewhere with a good city. You know, the wife, the money, they have so much. It's like, I'm not going to go play in Columbus. That's why Panarin probably wants out. He's saying he doesn't want out because of it's not a big city. But they want to go to nice cities. They're Russian. They don't want to sit in some shithole. They want to spend their money and enjoy the city. That's why I thought Kovalchuk to Vegas made a lot of sense. But I I don't think Kovalchuk would be as good as people think. That's all I'm saying right now. Maybe 20 goals, maybe 18. 18 to 20 goals. Not 35, 36. And before Yance chimes in here, I think it's such a disadvantage, and, and people probably s- s- like lose it on me for saying this. It's such a disadvantage for certain cities to try to get free agents because there's like, uh, nope, definitely not on the list. Doesn't matter how much they fucking pay you. And that's just a, just a reality of the situation. And especially when those cities have high tax brackets, then you're it's like, might as well move the fucking team. <laughs> I thought Columbus was like kind of a. Oh, I wasn't sure in Columbus. By I, the way. I know, but isn't Columbus kind of a a city like? Yeah, it might not be the number one destination, but I mean, the players not want to go there, Keith or Hazy, what one of you? Is? Um, I don't think it's in the bottom of the list at all. You uh, don't? No, I don't. I think any city in the NHL is pretty good. Yeah. I, I There's a couple, but such a fucking political answer. No, but that, I wasn't really trashing any. No, city I think in they're. Bo- I think just they're that certain cities are better, that, and they're going to get the free agents. I think they're in the bottom third in where you'd want to go. But I mean, teams are good now, and they actually have great fans. So you know, it's not the worst place in the world to play. I don't think he would have signed in L.A. if they had a bad team. No, 100%. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. I, I he think, wants to win. I think that He's Columbus is a good situation because they're relevant. They have a decent squad. You're going to win games. That makes everything different if you're, if you're on a winning team. If you're on a bad team in a shitty city, look out. Oh, yeah. I, I think, think he's going to tuck over 30. Like, the guy has an absolute cannon. You put him on the power yeah. play, that's 15 wow, power play goals right there. Okay. I mean, he's going to probably play with Kopitar, too. He's pretty he's decent. Not bad. He's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you got to fit. Yeah, how many times? I mean, LA, the, this like kind of core unit they have, they they're getting older every day, man. I mean, this feels like it might be the last kick that they can for them, you know. Well, RA, I think we can all agree that they have about a three-year window right now, and that's probably why they signed him for three years. Uh, I ideally, two years on that Kovalchuk deal would have been perfect. The extra year was probably like, all right, well, you have they had to give it to him, but. You know, like like they're gonna have to pay Doughty, Kopitar. These guys have lugged a lot of hard miles, and they've made a lot of runs deep in the playoffs. I I would say the window after about three years is gonna close very very uh, hard. That'll be right when Arizona's is opening, dude. You can be. That's what I'm talking about. Um, Hey, can you give us your announcement as Arizona wins the cup in three years? Like as the clock gets to zero. I'm not the play-by-play guy. I'm just gonna be. Hey, but if yeah, you book, were though, I'm going to be booking the were, tables at Bottle Blonde for the Boas. Hey, if if if, if you were the if you were the play-by-play guy though, I'd be like, "Holy me... shit, we just won! See you next year." <laughs> <laughs> was that a ripper or a snore? That was uh, just a quick snore. He's like, "What's the bonus that we got for that as a playoff game?" All right, yeah, I'll see you later. Uh, sign second, it off. Does... Sign it off. Congrats on the title. Uh, I'm, I'm going to Vancouver. I'm on the cop. Does the second radio guy get a ring? But if you didn't, if yeah, for sure, I better get a fucking ring if we win it. 
Yeah, nose <clears throat> ring. The reason we're getting all these free agents after July 1st is going to be because of the fucking uh, story times with Biz and the, or the, the pillow talks me and Nasher were doing. <laughs> that was actually pretty funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, Biz, you just mentioned free agency opens up Sunday. Uh, teams have been able to talk with uh, players. Ha- I'm sorry, players have been able to talk with teams, have preliminary talks. But we've been hearing Jack Johnson. Sounds like he's going to sign with Pittsburgh. Uh, they did make a salary dump move. They traded Connor Sherry, uh, Spitting Chicklets guest, along with Matt Hunwick to Buffalo for a conditional fourth. Obviously, a salary dump. Um, I mean, if, the, if they do sign Jack Johnson, I think he made like four seven last year. Didn't have a great year. Well, didn't even play in the playoffs. Was scratched. I can't imagine he's going to be looking at a, a ton of money. Uh, what do you make of those moves, Wits? You form its squad. First thing I think of when I think of Jack Johnson is I hope he gets sixty million because yeah. The guy fucking lost everything from his parents. The worst way. It wasn't even the some 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 scumbag that, that rolled you over. It was your parents. Who are you supposed to trust if it's not them? So for him to lose everything and be paying that off, and I don't know exactly what happened. I hope he gets enough money to be set for life because he deserves it. Um, but you wonder what it'll be for. I, I don't think it'll be for, for big money. It's Him and Sid went to Shattuck St. Mary together, so they've been buddies for a long time. Maybe that has something to do with it. Um, they're good friends, so we'll see what he can do. I mean, he was a healthy scratch at times for Columbus. I don't know w- what kind of game he still has left in terms of top four defensemen or just top six, but either way, I hope that guy gets as much money as possible because that's a bunch of bullshit what happened to him. Rumor, rumor has it he's going to be between the 3 and $3.5 million range for five years. Um, I mean, I think term might be a little bit long. I just – I'd imagine that – Sid's kind of calling in a favor and and saying, "Hey, I like this guy. He's going to be good for the room. He's going to he's going to be essentially the new Brooks Orpeck." I know he was in Washington. I know he was in Washington. Don't give me that look, Wit. No, the no, new I'm Brooks Orpeck. As it, he got, he was like kind of fading out in Pittsburgh. No, I was actually just quickly. This is off subject. We'll, we'll get a picture. Uh-huh. We'll get a picture out this to the Instagram go, and yeah, the, and the Twitter. Yeah, go, it. go, go, grab it, Grinelli. Be careful. Grinelli, Be careful. That, uh, reminded me to just ask Keith about this. So Keith's got a cool little shrine up here. He's got uh, all his pictures from his Coyotes days. His, I think he's got a post up here for his first assist, fifth assist, tenth assist, thirtieth <laughs> assist. Uh, he's bo- ever last boxing glove. Who's that? Muhammad Ali. Ever heard of him? Not a big deal. Well, he's got like a a, uh, a baseball glove that's framed. Who's that? Tom Glavin. Tom Glavin. Famous. Not a big deal. Told my buddy don't Kenny Rhodes. Don't even know who that is. Uh, he's got his 2010 match team. So he's got a cool. Uh, oh, and that picture with Drake. I don't know if that's cool oh, or not. Oh, yeah. Drake. Yeah. The guy who got ripped up by Pusha T, right? Yeah. When he bent him over, it was cool. Not uh, anymore. Right. Well, Sorry. either way. Either way. <laughs> I have right here, Biz, and you can see it. A 1998 starting lineup Damn, dude. edition like- of Mario Lemieux. What is this? All thing? right, so here's the story behind it. Why is it opened? Uh, all right, yeah, funny. So I get this doll or action figure, whatever you want to call it. It looks like it could be worth actually bank. Until it was opened by somebody. Uh, yeah, so here, here's the deal. I got I got it for my birthday in 1998, so I was, I was 12. Yep. 12 years old when I get this thing. Back then, I'm like, I'm going to keep this in the box, have it the rest of my life. Now, obviously, you, never, you were never going to open it. Never open it. So, <laughs> so now I'm like, all right, now I finally have like the chance to probably could potentially get it signed by Mario, seeing that we both 
work in the NHL, not a big deal. <laughs> and then, uh, so one day I'm at my house. It's up there hanging out. I come up to my uh, my brother's got three uh, three little boys, oh, just shit. mutants. And uh, I come oh up, God. and there's just shit everywhere, like wrapping paper. <laughs> I fall to my knees. I'm like trying to put it together, like it was like I don't know. It, it was a treasure to me, and I. Uh, and it was ripped open like that. It was ripped open like a complete animal. So that day, I called my money guy, and I took my godson out of my will. Hey, uh, question. Have, did you talk to somebody to see what it would have been worth if it was still completely in package? I didn't want it to be. I, would, I, just want, I wasn't going to resell it. I just wanted it from... Whoa, whoa, whoa time out. Biz, quickly. Out. This is the same... Whoa, 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 whoa. You called the time. You called the time out. Mr. Hypotheticals here. What if... What if you called someone and they said that thing was worth a hundred grand. No, and I somebody was willing to buy it. What, what if it was? I wouldn't would sell you it. Sell it? No, not for a hundred. I'm going to guess your price to sell it would be like two million. Two fifty. Two million. Two. Yeah, no, it's no, him. No, a million. He has a million. made sixty million. What does he need the fucking hundred grand for, Biz? Your salary uh, with the Coyotes. Wait, time, time out. You're going to keep a, a, a fucking action figure when somebody says, "Here's a check for two hundred and fifty k." Yes. Yeah, it's you're, Mario. You're fucking nuts, man. And it's it's, it's not Mario. It, it's just something. It, it, it's sentimental. I, yeah, I had it my whole life. I had it on my shelf as a kid. I had it on my shelf as an adult. <laughs> um, and then, yeah. Hazy, Hazy, can you step in here? What would you do if that was your doll? Let's say someone said 100 grand. Uh, how old am I? Is it Hazy now? Or is it Hazy <laughs> entering the league? Yeah, let's say it's Hazy after he gets his uh, five-year, five million from the um, New York Rangers. <laughs> I'd probably sell it for hundred grand, but yeah, that's what I'm saying he's a moron. Anyway, move on. Next subject. But okay. I would just take the hundred grand and then have like a night with my buddies. Yeah, and then buy another action figure. <laughs> yeah, well, I'd have Mario sign it, and then me and Mario would go have a night, and I'd keep it, and then we'd talk about it. I think the the uh, market for that stuff bottomed out ages ago. Like once people like became hip to the fact things were worth money, especially if you didn't open them, then that kind of that kind of bottomed out the market on it because it was huge for a while. I, I was, you know, I'm old, old enough out of the crew here. I remember when baseball cards, there was a huge market. I mean, you could buy Nolan Ryan rookie card was worth like a thousand dollars at one point. The, You're lucky if those you get twenty dollars now. Oh, really? Because uh, the 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 Onus Wagner is that the guy from the Pittsburgh Pirates? Onus. Yeah, Honus Wagner card. Yeah. Yeah, the, like those things are going for more and more every year. Never and speaking heard of, of memorabilia, I've never heard. Of I did. Oh, he's yeah, he's like an old school baseball player. Um, I I, uh, I went and did a, a, a speaking engagement at Herschel, the luggage and backpack company, the other day. Never done a speaking engagement in my life, and met the guy who uh, works the shipping part because uh, he's a huge hockey. You can't fan. even speak. I I know, but they asked me to come in. I was nervous. I'm like swearing in front of the staff. Did you just do Q and A? It was a joke, but they, but I was thankful that they had me. And uh, speaking of that, the shipping guy, he has a memorabilia collection that's valued over $3.5 million. He's got any guy you can name who used a wood stick, like Bossy, all these guys. He's got it in his basement. Uh, insurance companies in Canada Adrian wouldn't even uh, ins- insure him. He had to get a company out of Minnesota. So uh, shout out to memorabilia guy. I actually, <laughs> I actually think that one of the coolest things, even though looking back it was pigeon money, when you first get into the league and upper decks like, hey, come over, we'll give you like thirty five hundred to sign these like 
three hundred cards, you're like, wait, what? It took me ten minutes. Are you give me thirty five hundred dollars? Yeah, that's a night out. Now you wouldn't do it for thirty grand. Face, <laughs> you didn't get any of those, did you? Actually, I did, and they made me sign it with my Twitter handle. Stop. I swear to God. The hop. Yeah, I signed. A, I think it was Upper Deck or one of those companies. Hey, that calls. Biz, I did... called my agent, and I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, but they want you to sign it with your Twitter handle. I'm like, fuck, send them over fifteen hundred bucks. <laughs> who do? Whose dick do I gotta suck to? Hey, hey, Biz, did anyone anyone in the league ever ask you for one of your sticks signed or no? Oh yeah. Ah uh, yes. No. Danny Heatley. Danny fucking Heatley asked wow. me for a signed stick. All right. I've asked you. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Key, I mean, and Keith. I would have asked you if I played against you. I got a bunch left over, so. Hey, but Biz is Biz is no joke. I've played with a ton of guys, he's Hall of Fame the, guys. He's not the guy who asked for sticks. No, no, he's the number one guy that I've ever met. Hey, how was Bissonnet? How was Bissonnet? Every yeah. person asked. Every single person. They do. But yeah. they're like hoping you're like, ah, he's kind of a loser. <laughs> yeah, that's what I say. Just so you don't look cool. Hey, t- oh, speaking yeah. of Paul, um, Paul, tell the story about uh, <laughs> you and Nat. Oh, I've already told it on this what? podcast about when, when, when I busted well, – well, not when I busted her, but that story. Yeah. No, you told it when they busted you, didn't you? Oh, God. You're talking about – oh, I haven't told that When you one. walked in on – oh, this, Yeah. This, one, this one's a dream haunter, boys, and you can vouch. So I'm back home uh, staying with my parents for, for – it was our um, family reunion weekend, and, and I was spending my summers in Vancouver, and my sister – and her now husband were oh. back home, and they were staying in her room. So I was in my room, and we were having brunch. It was a Sunday afternoon. So brunch is ready. My mom's like, can you go get Nat and Paul? And I'm like, sure. So I walk upstairs, and I knock on her door, and she's like, yeah? <laughs> she, I, I, yeah, she was, I was like, hey. And then she, yeah, she said, I think she said, yeah. yeah. So I opened the door, and – my, uh, her fucking now husband is just laying into her. Oh, yeah. my God. I fucking slammed the door. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? I'm like, I'm like, why did you say yeah? Like, you don't say yeah. You say, you say, don't come in. That's your, <laughs> the first words out of your mouth. Not like, yeah, what's up? Like, come on in. If you're getting, just getting if real, day. If you're I getting rinsed, you do not say brunch. yeah. I, I left. I left the house. I had to go for a walk, man. He yelled at I his just mom. Saw my, he was just teeing off on her, man. What position? How do you what even position? say yeah when you're teed off on? No joke. What position? Missionary. Oh. And thank fucking God that the covers were on like half of his back. So I saw nothing below the waist. But like, oh, God. It was. Christ. Ugh. Before brunch, Thanks for bringing Paul? it up, Yance. Like, is she going to kill you for telling this story or no? Uh, I never even no, dude, thought of she's a hockey guy. <laughs> <laughs> and ship already sailed. No, I mean she, he, they're married. They got two kids. Yeah, they're they're cool. I yeah, mean, I'm it, sure it, it was a dream haunter. It, it's her fault. She should have done that. How we all got here, Paul? Right? Exactly. Uh, the other big news in the hockey world this week: the Hall of Fame selection committee came back the other day, and they did the right thing. They uh, inducted Willie O'Ree. Thankfully, while he's still alive. Uh, in addition to Willie O'Ree, they also induct, uh, selected Martin Brodeur, Martin St. Louis, uh, spitting chicklets guest, not a big deal. Uh, Jaina Hefford, who uh, won four uh, Olympic golds with the women's team, won Olympic silver. Four she must be with Canada, right? Canadian <laughs> one, yes. Yeah, okay, shocker. Um, a Russian, Alexander uh, Yakushev, who won two Olympic golds. And actually, I found this quote about him. The best player on that team, the 72 Summit Series, the best player on that team without a doubt was Yakushev. 
not Halamoff, not Frediak. Yakushev was six four, two ten, could skate like the wind. He scared us. He reminded me of Bobby Hull, only he was bigger than Bobby. That was said by none other than Phil Esposito, giving full props to him. And the sixth person elected to the Hockey Hall of Fame, none other than Gary Bettman. So, uh, thoughts, gentlemen? Biz? Well, we'll leave the players out of that one. Gary Bettman, a little surprising, but, I mean, Jeremy Jacobs he's done, is in he's there. Done, he's done a lot for the league. He's done a lot for the league, yeah. I mean, I think he deserves it. He's got a couple lockouts in the Olympics this year. Yeah, but overall, I mean, he's done pa- some, He paid your bills. Paid my bills, or Crosby paid my bills, we like to say on this Thanks, podcast. Sid. But uh, Willie O'Ree, about time, about time. He was, he was, I actually met him this year at NHL Network. I was like, you should be in the Hall of Fame. He's like, I hope so. You know, I, that would be an honor if they voted me. Just the nicest guy in the world. So happy to get in him. I saw somebody, maybe Grant Fear, say he's the Jackie Robinson of hockey. So What that, a guy, that Fierce. A I think Biz should give an opinion on Willie O'Ree because you're like a quarter black, Biz. That's fair enough. Yeah, like, I mean, everyone's saying, like, oh, it's about time, for sure. I mean, it was just a matter of time. I'm, I'm extremely happy he got nominated or, or – is it what do you say nominated or inducted. voted selected, in inducted. selected yeah. inducted now my only problem with it is 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 doing it on a year that they put Batman in at the same time because it's completely deflecting all the attention to the negativity about Batman getting in i think that if that was the plan put him in next year like 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 give willie O'Ree his and the players the attention that they deserve and whether you believe Bettman should be in or not, I, I don't. I think he should be in. He's grown the game to a good place. Unfortunately, with the lockouts, it, it took a little bit of uh, of bullshit. But nonetheless, I think he's done a, a good job of growing the the revenue. But don't fucking put him in the same year as Willie O'Ree, considering the the that everyone's been waiting for him to get in, and it's such a big deal because he was the first colored player. Now it's just, now the attention's on Bettman. Am I am I fucking wrong here or what? Um, I, I don't know. I think people are going to probably complain no matter who gets nominated or elected, selected, whatever. But I, I don't know. I think that there's so much of an emphasis on Willie that I, I don't think that Batman will take away. I think people will give the obligatory, oh, Batman, what's he in for? They'll mention the lockouts and then they'll kind of move on. And I mean, speaking of Batman, revenues went up. Uh, I don't have the numbers in front of me. They were somewhere in the hundreds of millions into the billions of dollars. So you yes. can argue with him all you want, but the success the league has had under his watch. You can't really argue with that. Uh, I don't, you know, I, I don't see what the rush was for Batman. They could have done it. I agree with you, Paul. They could have done it just as easily the next time around. But uh, I think people are just so happy that Willie finally got in because, you know, it it should have happened again ages ago. And I think people are just happy that it's not another Pat Burns situation where, you know, I mean, Pat Burns knew he was a Hall of Famer when he died, but unfortunately they, they didn't see fit to, to elect him to the Hall of Fame before he did die. Listen, I'm not going to complain on Twitter. I'm not going to bitch about it. I just think that, like, come on, like, let's take a step back and say, hey, we're throwing Batman in the same year that we're th- throwing Willie O'Ree in. Everyone's been waiting for Willie to be on, uh, be in it. It's People have been very vocal on, online for the past few years about it. And then all of a sudden when they do, it just so happens that Batman's in the same class. I feel like they could have just, like, come on. This is like a... PR yeah, they 101. Do, they, I mean, they do – it's six, seven guys a year, it feels like, or some women now. But Martin St. Louis, I just want to mention, I don't know. There's no There's no way he's the only guy, but I would love to know how many guys were put on waivers the way Martin St. Louis was they ended up getting in the Hall of Fame. That has to be a number under 10, I would guess, if maybe, yeah. maybe under five. So an amazing career by him. He actually retweeted somebody who put um, clips of him at UVM and – he was like, oh, it was a fun time, kind of. the Basically, the guy said, one of the best college players I've ever seen. The best, I think he wrote. 
Him at UVM, he played with Eric Perrin, who had a little bit of an NHL career, played in Europe for a while, AHL dominated. St. Louis was sick at Vermont, and the fact that he went on and, you know, had Calgary tell him to take a hike, basically, and then goes on to have the career he did. Pretty cool, pretty cool to see a guy that went through that to be now a Hall of Famer, and from what I've heard, actually, not only from what I've heard, everyone who played with him loves him. I actually got a DM from him at one point saying, hey, I can help you get out to National Golf Links, which is a sick course in the Hamptons after he heard me talking about it. Just a good guy, so congrats to Marty St. Louis. That's a legend right there that gets in. And about you being mad about Bettman and Obi the same year, there's always six and seven guys going, so it'll just happen at some point. Oh, I just I thought it was just bad timing. Right. It could have been a coincidence, but whatever. I'm a fucking idiot. Who cares? Yeah, well, me and Hazy both got to play with Marty uh, St. Louis, and oh, you he, oh, he's. He, he was, was he was unreal, unreal guy. Um, oh, hazy with the little. He was my line mate. Yeah, sick brag. Um, yeah, what? He's a great guy. Uh, obviously, amazing player. Hey, it's going back to the UVM story. I heard this story that what was the guy's name you said that he played with? Eric Perrin. Eric Perrin. I heard they were supposed to both go to BU or something, and then BU wouldn't let in that other guy, so Marty left BU to go play with him at UVM. You loyal. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate oh. you. You were loyal. That was before Another DJ Khaled, hey, too. Hey, you. you played yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Billy. <laughs> uh, sorry, Hazy. You, hey, well, back to Hazy because he fucking played in his line. Yeah. I, I mean, did, too, on the power play. <laughs> no, me, him, and Haglin were a line uh, my rookie year. Uh, we lost in the conference finals game seven. Sucks. To yeah. Wash? Uh, uh, Tampa. Tampa. Beat Wash down three one, came back. Beat Wash one, game seven, whatever. Assist, that, assist on game yeah, winner, not yeah, a big deal. Tied it in the third, whatever. Yeah. But um, oh, who cares? Um, I think Wit went to that game, didn't he? Yeah, Wit was there. Yeah, I did with Foles. Smothered drunk. Yeah, crippled. Came in the green room after. I'm like, oh, people are like, don't you play hockey? I'm like, not anymore, not anymore. Um, I remember looking up. What was the? What's the New York song that they always play? Hey, no, no, hey. that one. The celebration, the goal song? No, not the goal song. It's like, New York. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like Frank Sinatra or whatever. They played that. I remember looking up in the crowd and seeing Wit, our uh, our other friend Brian Foley, and my wife high-fiving. They're like, and we were down. I'm like, what are these lunatics doing? We scored like two goals in like three minutes to tie it up and win. It's amazing that this just got brought up because if I had forgot to bring up this story, I would be so mad. Keith. (laughs) Why don't we go in to tell the story about you in the crowd at my Stanley Cup final game, Biz? Biz, wait till you hear this one. Keith came out to visit me. He's in the NHL at the time. We're in the Cup finals against Detroit. And why don't you just tell him what you and Oki did? So Witt was kind enough to invite, what was it? It was probably like seven of us. I was in Phoenix at the time. And finals, you guys were playing Detroit. Game seven, right? No, game Game six. six. You guys won. To make it a game seven. No, no. We won game five in Detroit triple overtime. Uh, I played the at the record at the time most minutes in a Stanley Cup final game. So, not a big deal. Not a big deal. And since then, that's been broken, I believe. But you came to game six. Okay, so game six. Um, so we go to the game. Witt obviously brings us out there. We have an absolute day. Ooh, like front row Leonard Skinner drunk going into the game. So... <laughs> Gas in, uh, what was the name of that rink? The Igloo. The Igloo. Melon Arena. Yeah, Melon Arena. Oh, so loud. Love that So place. loud. It was unbelievable. And I was in Phoenix. We hadn't played in the playoffs yet, so I was just, like, embracing everything about it. Loved it. So after the second and third period, just like everybody else does, me and uh, my friend, our friend Andy O'Connor decide to go get a uh, character 
picture? You know how they draw like your picture, like with the big head. I thought it was face painted, dude. Is it not face painted? Be it was face. It was face painted. Dude, All right. He's trying to get on. Oh, he's trying to change it up. Let, oh god, okay, keep going. Sorry. So we're getting our faces painted, sitting there like a bunch of buffoons. People walk around. This is intermission, mind you. There's ten thousand people walking around. Our head scout of the Phoenix Coyotes stops in front of the in front of us. Looks at me like. Look, doesn't Keith? say yeah. Doesn't say anything. I'm like more face paint, more face paint. <laughs> Trying to hide. I'm like put a mustache on. Um, so he he look. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and my buddy just starts losing it, like just dying laughing. He was like, what was that? I had to tell him it was our head scout. <laughs> yeah, it, it was good. Like the next year at training camp, he was like, dude, what the fuck? I was like, I know. I was I was into it. Sorry, but I was I was rooting my one of my best friends on. You know, I came out of the locker room like. Dude, you got something like on your, your your forehead? He's like, oh yeah, I painted my face a uh, penguin color. Wait, earlier. time out. Was it in Pittsburgh penguins colors? <laughs> no, I just got a nineteen on my cheek. <laughs> hey, Z, I, I hate we hate uh, I hate to say we interrupted you, but that was a fucking good story. Oh, a great story. Sorry. But can off go, of that can you story, go back to one you were telling. Every, hey, but off of that story, every time I leave someone tickets, I find them in the crowd because they sit in the same seats basically every time. So I see if they make it on time, if they're late. Wow. Like, it's just it's just what I do. For every, like, before every game, I look up and see if they're in the seats. And, do you really? Yeah, I swear. Usually. Put people on blast. I wouldn't even know where they sit. Well, the, the reason is because, like, oh, okay, if you're not – at the time, you probably weren't making huge dough, let's say, on your entry level and stuff. You guys have to pay for your two tickets or you get the two for free? Oh, no, we get two for free, but that didn't come into it. I. That's but totally also fine. the fact that you probably have a lot of people asking you, oh, so yeah. you're like, "Hey, if you're not going to treat them what the, for what they are, if it fuck wasn't you, for you're, you're, if you're it done. wasn't for Yans, no joke, I'd be playing for free." Amount of tickets I gave out, dude. This guy before I before I got to the Rangers, the ticket guy would come around, Case or Beauty. He'd be like, "All right, who needs tickets?" <laughs> and I'd just be like, "Yeah, I need one or two, whatever." I'm like, let me see the ticket thing. Hazy would have like 47 <laughs> tickets left. All co- well, 160 bucks minimum. He didn't know what COD was. I'm like, dude, you gotta. You don't even know these people. You can't pay for all their tickets. You're not gonna have a dollar left to your name. He's like, oh you can, shit, he didn't know he that. Goes, you no. can do that. <laughs> hey, then, you must have been fucking drinking for free uh, and man. getting bottles, service, and everything. It paid for itself. Oh no, no, it, it, no. it did a little bit, but. But like I didn't know that like you could do that. So once I, once I said, "Hey, COD, bring your credit card," they're like, "Ah, people stop asking." Oh go yeah, take my kids. To that school changes everything. Yeah, unless completely. you play for the Phoenix Coyotes <laughs> and you can get extra tickets for five bucks. My first year, second year I was there, they bumped it up ten bucks. Guys were like, "Ah, why did they bump it up?" <laughs> the next year it was fifteen. The last year, uh, I think it's it was twenty twenty for my last two years there. Which hey. is, that's a, for lower bowl. Remember they told us that when they bumped it up from five dollars to ten, they're like, Hey guys, uh yeah. we bumped it up. We were like, What? They brought a, they brought HR in, like a counselor. Yeah. <laughs> like, guys are crying. Uh, what? Yeah. Don't hey. don't you usually just hit up Europeans, like if you need tickets no, for family, isn't see, that what guys do? Hit hey, up the so, Europeans. So we Not usually we used to do that, but Zook is legitimately a prince of Norway. So if you're from Norway and you step foot into New York City, once you once your plane 
lands. That baggage claim. At, like, literally, once your plane hits down on the ground and it's like, ting, ting, welcome to New York, Zook gets a message from a random person from Norway <laughs> asking if they can come to a Rangers game. Because I guess, like, how we were raised, no one would ever do that. But everyone's so nice in Norway, like, they think that Zook just gets it for free. So now it's like Americans and Canadians only ask each other, and Zook gets all the Euros tickets because he's leaving <laughs> – He's leaving twelve he's leaving, a, he's leaving a bowl. <laughs> hey, my first year in Pittsburgh, like I went out out west, San Jose, and my dad's like, "Hey, your aunt needs a bunch of tickets." I'm like, "Oh yeah, all right, yeah." He's like, "All right, let me get you the number." And he called me the day of the game. He's like, "I should need twenty one." I was like, huh, "What?" Jesus Christ. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll get you back. I'll get you back." <laughs> it's like a dime. I was like, no. twenty one tickets." Uh, Ticketmaster.com, Dad. Yeah, hey, uh, that, that, Nasher told that story on Pillow Talk when it was his birthday and, and he'd had a shitty game. I think he was playing for St. Louis at the time, yeah. and they were back in Edmonton, and he'd bought 40 tickets. Oh, you told and, us this. You told us and Quinville, Quinville healthy scratched him after warm-up. Yikes. Ouchie. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost. My turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. Hey, but back to the St. Louis story. So I, I played with him... For pretty much the whole year, he was on my wing, which was unreal because it's like you know he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. You know he's a legend. And Captain. he teaches the game, too, yeah, like on the bench. He's like, a coach. Like, yeah, the coach will say something, and then like you don't know if you're going to listen to the coach or you're going to look at Marty and see what he's going to tell you because he probably knows more. He was probably, I think he was older than some of the coaches that we had. Probably, yeah. And But I remember when another shower story, everything happens in the shower. Hey now. After a game, after a game, we'll go back to the MSG showers, which are a joke. They're, they're separators, dude, they're, they're individual what? showers. Individual cause showers. Because the owner owns the Knicks, and those weapons are probably oh. just walking around. Dude, so there. you can't see anyone so, next to you. So the oh no. Hey, What's so the, the curtain. I knocked them down. Yeah, so there's usually curtains, but once the boys get in there, the curtains come down, and everyone sees everyone. And I remember I was standing across from from Marty, and he's like. I think it's like game 15 or like game 20 or something early in my career, my rookie year. He's like, so you think like the NHL is everything you thought it was going to be? And I'm like, I don't know if he's like going to quiz me if I'm supposed to answer it the right way. I'm like, yeah, this is great. Like first time I've had money. I love to go out, blah, blah, blah. Like it's changed now. But, and, and so I'm like, yeah, it's like pretty cool. It's better than a desk job, I guess. Like I'd rather be doing this than going to work every day at nine. And he's like, yeah, to be honest, like, out of training camp, I thought, no fucking way you'd be on this team. And I was like, <laughs> whoa. Like, and I was a pretty big free agent. Like, I got the I, – I held out against Chicago, and I got the pick where I wanted to go. So, like, I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, but now that we're 20 games in, like, you fit right in. And like, that was kind of, like, my welcome moment to the league. And I was like – so now like, I always have that Marty St. Louis story now, which is pretty cool. I mean, fucking guys on my team used to tell me that all the time. <laughs> Biz, yeah, man. but they weren't Marty St. Louis. Biz, I know, I know. I remember Biz, like, every 10 games that he didn't play in, he'd be healthy scratch. 10 games. He'd come into the shower. Hey, he'd be healthy scratch no, in his suit. Biz, he'd be healthy scratch in his suit, and I'd be like, all right, let's go in the shower, and he'd, he'd come in. And then, uh, oh, yeah, so anyways, Biz would be like, 
I'm going in to talk to the coaches. I need to play. I, maybe, I might even ask them to send me down so I can play some games. And I was always like, Biz, if you ask to get sent down, you may never come back. You'd be like, all right, I'm not going to have the meeting. Every 10 games. I, but I would go on 10-game heaters without playing. I'd be getting bag-scaped by Kinger. And uh, the, the, is, was it Dave King? Yeah. Dave King. And he, he coached in Russia forever. So we're talking solo bag skates with this guy after every practice, oh, not yeah. even just game days. I'd be doing 30, 40 minutes extra. I, 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 I was going crazy. Well, one, t- one time had been a, a long stretch, and this is after Gordo had been traded to Edmonton, and uh, he was hurt. He had a, a wrist injury. And uh, we ended up going up to the new Cactus Club in Edmonton. And they used to play those uh, Louis Vuitton, uh, not Louis Vuitton, Victoria's Secret fashion shows. But they would roll them out like year 2012, 2013. And they would just play over and over. We drank like five, six bottles of wine one night at this Cactus Club. I got shit-faced. I wake up at like, I don't know, 9.45. We're on the ice in, in, in 30 minutes. There's red puke all over my hotel room in Edmonton. And I woke up to the trainer calling me. I fucking cab it right to the the, the arena. Rexel. And... And, uh, and I was late. I came in right after the meeting and tip calls me and he's like, Hey, he's like, he's like, you get in one last night with Gordo. And I'm like, yeah, he's like, listen, he goes, I, I know you trust trying to blow some steam off, but, uh, I, you know, I got to set an example. I had to fucking skate, bag skate after the pregame skate for an hour, still drunk out of my mind. <laughs> hey, is there a bigger panic in the world? <sighs> in the world. Any, any level you've played hockey at when buses start. If you're late and you're like meeting everyone at the rink, I wouldn't wish the feeling on my worst enemy. It's the worst. So we, my rookie year, we played in L.A. Remember how long my hair was? Yeah, it was disgusting. It, was, it, was it looked brutal. like the kid from the Goonies. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, the good-looking one. And uh, and so we're in L.A. and we had the night off, and we're so day off the next day. Bus leaves at 10 a.m. And we're flying to San Jose. I swear to God, my eyes awake. They open up at probably nine fifty six, and I'm in. Oh, yeah. I'm in my hotel room, in my bed, nine fifty six. So I put on. I jump. I'm panicking. Put on my pants. Not button my shirt. Suit jacket. Nothing to my hair, which is gross. At You'll the- leave anything. Yeah. No. Put on my shoes, no socks, book it to the elevator. Elevator, luckily, is there. Go down, right? I left everything in this hotel room. I had my wallet and my phone, right? I left my whole – it was a West Coast trip. Great move, though. West Coast trip. So you have, like, a full suitcase. Oh, yeah. But I was a rookie, and it was kind of – it was probably in the middle of the year. And I was nervous to even tell. Like, I wasn't close enough with the PR guys like I am now or, like, Kaser or Vogue. I wasn't close enough to be like, hey, my – can you have them ship it to San Jose? So I didn't tell anyone. And I never even, like, it never, it hasn't even crossed my mind until you just said that. I left, whoever went into that room after got, like, a free, sick suitcase, sick jackets, shirts, like, shoes. And I just <laughs> le- left it there. Totally didn't tell a soul. And, and let's be honest. If you leave, a, let's say, even a charger behind, you could call the hotel <laughs> 10 minutes later. Oh, yeah. It's gone. Oh, somebody's yeah. gone. Yeah. yeah. Ah, yeah. It's, no, it's not there. So, Sorry. Hey, you go back there wearing your fucking your <laughs> other suit. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Man, that's my fucking toothbrush in, in the in the pocket. 
It's like, nope, haven't seen it. Yeah. But hey, that, that, that's crazy. Now, my question to you is, wouldn't you be able to get like a, a car that could like speed faster than the bus to, to the airport? Or are you, is that not even a fucking option? They notice when you're not on the bus, yeah. dude. It's, Everyone panics okay. and starts calling. That's I mean, hey, that's a ballsy move. I mean, I've been close before, but fuck, I don't think I'm leaving my shit behind. Yeah. Dude, uh, father's trip one year in same trip that Keith's brother Brian. I don't know if I've ever told this story on Spitting Chicklets. Mark Recchi got his 500th goal on the dad's trip. Pittsburgh, we went out to D- Dallas, and then we went to Phoenix. We played the Coyotes. Recky got his 500th goal, big night out after. All of a sudden, Recky gets back to his room. We've been partying there, and he goes to get into bed. Brian Yandel's sleeping in his bed the night of the guy's 500th goal. He had to sleep at the end of the bed. Ross is like... <laughs> at 37 Bud Lights and sleeps in Recky's bed the night of his 500th. So the next morning... Didn't the Wrecking Ball sleep on like the couch or something? Uh, I think he did. I don't, yeah. I, you know, stuff that the foot, of the, foot of the bed... Kick him out. Dude, Brian Yandel took the Wrecking Ball's bed the night he got 500. Because he like had us all back. All the dads were in there. But the next morning... Me and my dad were late to the bus, and there was a you know there was a like the media bus, and then the bus for the players and the dads. And I got on the bus and got like the desk there. And my dad, like I turned around to see where he was, and he was on the oh. media one. He's like, I wasn't getting on that bus, dude. You take that one. I was like, fuck. Biz, you ever late for anything? I mean, you're a type of guy that besides that one example in Edmonton, if you're late again, you're done. Was there another instance? I'm shocker Yans didn't bring it up, but I was actually uh, late to two games when I first got to the Coyotes because I, I, I thought the game was at 7.30. I missed the bus two times, and, and the guys had to tell the trainers, and they brought my gitch in the hallway. Once, once was in Buffalo. I forgot where the other one was, but Buffalo was the second one, and, and Jovo called me in the hallway. He's like, buddy, he's like, you just got the NHL. You've been here for 10 games, and you've been late for – two <laughs> games like we're we're talking at like five o'clock in the afternoon like this is unacceptable man were you and playing i'm like buddy uh both games i was a healthy scratch but nonetheless like <laughs> i fucking they get like they're I wasn't like jovanoski's jovanoski's worrying about meet me in the hallway with my gitch bag and this guy has to play a fucking game like he's like but he's like time out we're yeah. done here yeah. Be late one more time, and I'll have you in the fucking coast again, being an all star. <laughs> With uh, what was the uh, guy's name who got the bobblehead who pushed around the sharper cut? Oh, uh, the only Wheeling Nailers fans are going to know this one, and, and I'll get a few tweets about it. Moon Dog, and he was—he's uh, like a homeless guy. I don't know. I, actually, I don't know if he's homeless, but he's—he just—he's like the town. Uh, I guess I'll say homeless Drunk. guy in 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 Wheeling, West Virginia, and he was famous. Everyone knew who Moon Dog was, but it was like a. It's almost like he was a figment of everyone's imagination because I'd never seen him my entire time in Wheeling. And it's not like a big downtown. And I'll never forget, I, I got the flu and I had to go to the hospital because like, I, pu- I couldn't stop puking. I had to get like uh, IVs and shit. And I was waiting for my ride after I checked out of the hospital and I was on the curb and I was just like keeled over. And all I hear is, are you all right? And I look up and like the sun's there and it was fucking Moondog. This, this fucking guy, and he had like, I mean, you can Google him, and, they, and then they, and then the Wheeling Nailers ended up having a Moon Dog bobblehead night. But I got called up to the American League. This fucking guy, he rides around on his bike, right? So they made the bobblehead with him on the bike, obviously. When he came out to drop the ceremonial faceoff, he rode his bike on the ice oh, all wow. around, did a did a lap, just on he, the ice. What? Like, you can ride a bike on the ice? 
How can you balance no, a no, no, it, no. It was, uh, it was. It, 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 you, once you see the bobblehead, it's one of those like tripod bikes. So it's got two wheels in the back, one in the front. Oh, there you go. I mean, right there. I mean, you can Google it right now. You'll see it. Yeah, that might yeah, that might have been a little bit confusing for people being like, "Okay, this guy's a liabetic telling the story," but he's got he's got one wheel in the front, two in the back. Oh, nice. And boys, I know what uh, it was a special episode, but we even got a a more special ad read. The Eagle Energy ad read is back. Eagle Energy started as a great idea. Take all the benefits of an energy drink and remove the negatives to create an innovative product that delivers caffeine faster without any calories or sugar. What is it, you ask? Eagle Energy is a caffeine inhaler made of all natural plant-based ingredients providing the user with a natural energy boost via inhalation. I'm on fire so far. What's in it, you ask? Guarana ginseng and taurine the guarana fruit packs twice the concentration of caffeine than a coffee bean enhances energy levels mood and reaction time tell me more eagle energy contains approximately 400 inhalations it can last a day or a week you're in control the suggested serving size to provide a fast acting energy boost is 25 consecutive inhalations when you inhale caffeine, it is metabolized rapidly. Who wants to wait 30 minutes? With zero sugar and zero nicotine, difficult to find a healthier way of getting your energy boost. Eagle Energy is perfect for someone who is always on the go. Whether you're studying or on a long trip, partying or even on the ski hill, Eagle Energy is always within reach. And guess what, guys? You got 20% off with promo code biz20 that's b-i-z-2-0 20% off you're welcome keep the change merry fucking christmas can we get the backstory so there's a legendary story about uh kevin's father uh riding the can, just tell me the story involving the zamboni oh, yeah. <laughs> he wasn't riding he wasn't riding the zamboni so you know when you're younger biz you probably did this when you were younger these guys said they didn't my dad was like a hockey dad had me play for all these teams like, I loved playing hockey, so I always, like, I played for Dorchester Youth Hockey, St. Moritz, uh, South Shore Dynamos. Like, I would play when I was younger. I'm talking, like, 10 years old, have a game, like, Sunday morning, 7 a.m., 10 a.m., 1 o'clock. Did you ever do that or no? Uh, you know, I I can't remember. Like, I used to play summer hockey a couple day, uh, games a day, but fuck, that's, that's a grind. You couldn't up make locally. that many teams. <laughs> <laughs> Back to this fucking story. Hey, no, so I would always play for, like, these three different teams because, like, when I, was, when I was younger, I was, like, actually really good. Like, I still are, Kev. But, like, I'm telling you, like. Yeah, he was nice. Eight, nine goals like, a game. Best in the world, you think, for your age at 10 years old? Definitely best in North America. Be- yeah, seriously. 100%. Oh, you, Dude, I, you saw him, Keith. I used like, to ref his. I used to ref his games. Like I'm not joking. It was insane. I would somehow score like nine, eight, nine goals a game. Especially when I was working, I used <laughs> to give him peepees. How many years you play up? It, like at least two, sometimes three. It was. It was. In, it was crazy. And and so. But he, had, like, he still had the ass too. <laughs> and so it was like the finals weekend, but it was the finals for all three teams. So we were kind of figuring out, like, all right, should I make two of the three for sure and get, like, two championships? <laughs> and and so I'm like, my dad's like, no, we're doing all of them. We're going all of them. So I'm like, all right. So we wake up Kaskabuski and Saugus. 
Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. yeah. And so oh, Grinelli, Grinelli's chiming in. Yeah. That's how bad this place and so is. That's Syphilis like, it's like 7 a.m., go there, win championship. And we're, we get to the 10 a.m. game, win championship, and we're going to be late for the 12 o'clock game because they had to like wait and get your medals after. Please escort. Hey, so, no, my dad... <laughs> My dad called the rink manager, Mike, Mike O'Donovan. Swear to God, this is, this, is a fact. this is a fact story. Called Mike O'Donovan and said, hey, I'll give you three seats to the Bruins game. If you get on the Zamboni, go on the ice, and then say it's broken. So he gets on the ice. He's doing, <laughs> he's doing the ice, right? He's going around doing the ice, and then all of a sudden it stops. The other team knows I'm not there. And the other team's like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. We're playing, we're playing. He gets on his back, goes underneath the Zamboni, and he's like waiting, he's waiting. All of a sudden, my dad walks in and shows his face. Mike's like, oh, it's fixed. All right, we're good. Oh, did, did the other the team, were they so oh, pissed? Man, the guy was... ended up dying of frostbite <laughs> from laying hey. on the ice. No, that's not true, but, but it oh. actually is a true story. How was... many minutes are we talking, like 20 no, at least 45, at least. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. So the game would have been in the third period yeah. probably by The now. coach of the other team's like, fix the Zamboni. He's like sitting on, what do you want me to do? This is like above and beyond Wayne. You've seen above and beyond Wayne Gretzky, and they said he would go to different games. They're like, Wayne's coming. Just wait. Just yeah. wait. It was you. Yeah. They're like, Kaminsky's coming. Yeah, yeah. Frank Kaminsky. Well, I don't. What's the backstory on Frank? Don't Kaminsky? even ask. He's about, a basketball so player. Stupid. Kevin, it's so dumb. Kevin looks it's, like no. Him. He's so dumb. It really is. Same and long face. Yans looks like Post Malone. <laughs> no, I look like so, Baba Booey from uh, no. Howard Stern. And, and so I'm tired. <laughs> always tired. Always tired. But no. So my dad, this guy, he worked the shop at the Charlestown Ring. Yeah. And and so he was a Zamboni driver, and he faked. <laughs> He faked that there was an actual problem with the Zamboni until we showed up, and then so he said good. it was fine, and we won. How many goals? If like, if I had four. to get minimum four, yeah, minimum. Wait, did you drive from Saugus to Charlestown with your equipment on? Oh yeah, I put those rubber things right in the skates. You wouldn't even take your wheels off. No, dude, you don't oh, smell when you're a kid. No, that's why his too? feet look same like that. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, when you're ten, you can play four games yeah. and then go. To, to like the, the mall. mall in between, <laughs> yeah. play oh. sticks in between, like. and I'm complaining about like a 20 minute pregame skate making five million one year. <laughs> hey, is uh, nothing melts my skull more than wet gear? Oh. It's the Holy absolute shit. worst. Sometimes in oh. the summer, I like. No, I should. I shouldn't even say that. That's why I actually stopped being good at hockey because I knew I'd play less, so I didn't have to sit on the bench in my wet gear because yeah. I was always your dry. Your stuff never got that wet. <laughs> Well, that's what I mean. Oh yeah. But yeah. when I play, when I when I used to play, it did. If you if you liked wet gear, you'd be like John Tavares. You'd be getting the meetings <laughs> and stuff. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, uh, this was. What, uh, what else do we need to talk about? Actually, I have something I need to talk about. I wrote it down on my phone. Last... Oh yeah. You, you want to know how he gets in his phone? You know how you have like the thumbprint thing. His? Yeah, he's got the facial recognition. No, no, he has the thumbprint thing, but it's with his. He plays so much golf, it's with his golf glove on. So he has to open his phone with his golf glove because his thumbprint is with his golf glove. You're fucking kidding, That's right? Hundred percent. He just asked me for a golf glove. I don't wear a golf glove. I'm a no glove guy. Um, but I wrote this down. If you, this happened to me last night. If you are a waiter and you come over to somebody at the table. And the dude ate all, the guy you're with ate all his food and then goes to the waiter. I hated it. I hate that guy so much. If you say that, what you're you, the worst person oh, in the kidding? world. 
Dude, yesterday I was with someone. Hey, I hated it, and it's all gone. I'm like, I fucking hate you. Yeah, he's joking. But oh, wait, I wait, hate- wait. Oh, okay. So I thought you meant he was being serious, but clearly joking, being like, oh, no, terrible. No, like, to say that joke, I hate your guts if you say that joke. I've heard it too many times at this point, and I wrote it down in my phone. I'm bringing that up. If <laughs> you, Who said it? we got to put him on not, blast. Not telling. Do I know him? No. Thank Christ. No. Is it a, is it a him? It's a him, and he's old. Wow. I'll drop it at that. If you just don't, don't, you can't be dropping that. Like, you ate your food. We, we know you like it. You don't tell the waiter. Just you say do, thank you. You're a big joke. You're a big joke. I hated it. Can't you okay, tell? here's my question to you. <laughs> do, do you hate when the waiter says it? Like, oh, you must have hated it. Worse. I, yeah, can't, worse. I can't say anything about waiters here after Everly when he threw me under the bus. I still get hate for that. So, Keith, would you agree? Rudest oh, waiter. Oh, my God. Ru- Actually, he's dude, gotten better. So... He's gotten better. He was the worst, especially at, like, the country club we belong to. Sick brag. Um, That's a lie. They love me there. Dude, they'd, like, bring over his thing. He'd be like, oh, thanks. <laughs> like, not even like, oh, thanks. Like, someone's bringing you food. I know, I, I'm the you, same way, but I'm just bad order. Dude, Biz, guy. no, Biz, you're actually not rude. You're just on your phone, so like you don't even know. It's like you're not even being rude on purpose. You don't even like see what's happening. So except it's, for when he orders, monetize this fucking podcast. Uh, <laughs> except but, for uh, when he orders the Caesar. Yeah, I'll have the Caesar salad, but no Caesar or salad. I'll have it with beets and uh, arugula and goat cheese. Oh, you want the goat cheese salad? Yeah, but with the uh, Caesar salad bowl. You're like, Jesus, fuck, Biz. All right, Biz, we're, we're going to wrap this one up. Um, do you have anything else to say? Well, I kind of want to talk about Raya with, uh, with Hazy because he, he actually was, was kind of downplaying my, uh, my acceptance. He's saying it's a little bit watered down now, and I'm like, fuck you, dude. Like, I, I got accepted. Don't, don't rain on my parade. No, it's just it's cool that you got accepted four <laughs> years after it came out. I was in purgatory on the app for a while, and then I got shut down. But you said that you uh, you had a, you got accepted, and you had a bunch of buddies who <laughs> did and didn't. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> me, my brother, and Gaudreau applied for it, and let's only... guess who didn't get in. <laughs> only... Go ahead, Paul. <laughs> you two... guess. And only two of us got ham in. and cheese. Then <laughs> what? No, he did. Dude, he's Johnny ham Hockey. and cheese got accepted. He's Johnny Hockey. Ninety points oh, this year. Well, you said four four years ago. I don't know if he had the check mark at that point. Dude, he he's Johnny oh. Hockey when he was in college. Jeez. Oh, I know. Biz but, only but, follows but, the O. <laughs> but but I'm saying is Brampton? a lot of it has to do with the fact that you're verified on Instagram. That yeah, has now, a, that yeah, plays in the factor. Four years later, it does. Now back then, when back then, back then they just knew who you were. Yeah. Didn't matter what check mark yeah. you had. You had oh, to have that's a, probably why I didn't get accepted. You had a face to face interview. And then I got that check mark. So fuck you guys. I'm all right, bitch. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Are you still on there, Hazy. You got an old lady. I don't have an old lady. But I don't really go on it anymore because it's too watered down. It's like Damn. Easy for, it's for like girls like he's like I got sick and tired of fucking Instagram models. <laughs> yeah. I'm on the I'm on the supermodels now. Oh, there is one question I wanted to ask you: How fucking hot is Margot Robbie in person? Yeah, is that I how mean, you say her name? Yeah, it is. It's the first name you've said correct all <laughs> podcast because it's oh, the nice. easiest name in the world, <laughs> Margot Robbie. Traverosaurus yeah, I mean, Rex. No, she, she's, she is, yeah, she's an absolute ten. Like she comes to our games with a Lundquist jersey on. Wonder why? Oh, God, and, that's like tough, right? You can't take her seriously anymore because, like, it's like imagine you marry her. You're like, how'd you meet your wife? Ah, oh, she was wearing a Lundquist jersey, <laughs> and I went up and said hi, and the rest is history. And then I married my best friend. 
and I heard he's got a huge wrench too. <laughs> but no, like that's also a sick part about playing in New York. Like the people that come to our games are just oh. top notch, and not even looks wise, just like coolness wise. Yeah, you meet some legends. Hey, but Susan you, you Sarandon, Susan Sarandon in between the benches this year was a tough look for the New York Rangers. See, I like it. Don't Susan even know who Sarandon. that is. Hey, she's the, the name? Miss McGill. McGill from Youngblood. Right? Oh, uh, oh, oh. What was I that show mind. she was on, though? That show was I lit. love. Oh. She was on the most. She was on a. Uh, on, what's she known most for? Sarandon. Susan Sarandon. What was hey, the show? She, she was on like a. It was like Full House era. Yeah. What was hey, her show? Boys, this is. Uh, okay, so this is crazy that this just took a turn. So you're, you're saying that because she's probably a little older. Well, here's a story for you. So last night I go over to my buddy's place for dinner, and his old man's the best, like business guy. I always pick his brain about shit. So he had two other friends coming over. Well, this, like, 65, 70-year-old, 70-year-old lady walk in. Uh, well, she walked in with another guy. They weren't together. Has, has obviously had a little bit of work done, right. but, like, not bad for 65. I'll say that. So she she's, like, a business person, too, and she's worth about 20, 20 million. And I get a text today saying from my buddy saying, "Hey, that girl at dinner wants your number, lady, yeah, lady. lady, lady, lady. She's sixty-five, and I'm thinking, damn, like this chick would probably like bring me on a PJ. We could go on like a month trip to Europe. Like, like is that? I could flip the switch. I could be like the Instagram model going on one of those trips. Minus that baked it's potato just... in the middle of your face." <laughs> Well, that's true, but is she? She's not bad. Like I, she's cute. Uh, I'm trying to make excuses. I'm trying to make excuses. I think you go. Hundred. Yeah. Hey. I think you go. If you don't go, you're the biggest donkey I've ever met. You could change human. Guys won't look at me differently. God no, no. never. I couldn't look at you worse. Yeah. (laughs) Fact. Hey, what? What if I get married to a (laughs) 65-year-old woman? Hey, and oh, then you I just take to her to like you take her to the cleaners. Like you're like putting like Ambien in her drink, like a little more each night. You're like, hey, you signed that will yet? Uh, that's murder, Ryan. We're going a little offside here. Yeah, that's that's his girlfriend. <laughs> that, mean, that means it's time to uh, wrap it up, then, Nobis. Hey, what? Hey, well, well, I don't know. It's, I'm, I'm assuming she's pretty clean. <laughs> no, no, he meant oh, wrap up the show, not not oh, your pecker. Okay. Well, hey, uh, but he, you have hey, a built-in though. What if what if she tries to hit me with the prenup, and I'm like, whoa, like, come on here, I'm kind of biting a bullet a little bit. Like, you <laughs> You're fucking, like, I'm doing you a favor. Like, I'm fucking dusting off the cobwebs before I stick it in every night. Like, come on here, like at least. But you gotta think least, she's gonna leave. At least you give something. me a signing bonus or something. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, give me like a guaranteed contract. Maybe like hit me with a little less during the lockout year and, and, and front load the motherfucker. You know? So, Biz, we had a guy, I'm not going to name any names, but we had a guy in New York that, I mean, every time he went out, he was with at least two or three absolute rockets. And it was the same conversation. It's like, hey, do I start dating them? Do I start dating them? And it was between me and someone else. Are you talking about yourself right now? No. All right. Not, not at all. Not even close. But, and this is one of my good friends early in my career. And and we would always debate, like, hey, can you make first rounders with them? And, and so that was, like, who we started hanging out with. But I'm, I'm not going to name any names. Was Listen, it? there's something about a, a tall woman that, like, damn, like, yeah, I want to, I want to pump out a LeBron James, man. I want to ride the wave. I want the next fucking athlete. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or you could have some big goofy bitch and just like have to be have like a minute ball, dude. Yeah. Biz, you, yeah. you 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 should find if you find some ripped chick who's like five eleven, your kid could be a legit really good UFC no. fighter. He'd be dumb as shit, oh, but he'd yeah. be tough as nails. Bill's Biz is a horrible athlete. Though. Horrible. Well, no, he's like he's quick and stuff. He just has no hand eye. No, I, I actually am not a good athlete at anything. Like you never I'm played at, baseball, like, right? Or I'm anything? good at drinking games and weird different games. That's I'm not, not athletic, like, golf. Biz. Suck. Golf. Hands is golf with me. Who's the best athlete you ever played with? Naturally, it has to be Mike Ribeiro. Because if you saw his what? body, you wouldn't even know how he ties his no. fucking skates. Dude, What's the that? Guy, Mar- Mark Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Mark? Oh shit. He does look like Mark. Like like yeah. Uh, uh, honestly, Yans. I was going to say, for, for what his this body loser. looks like, he 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 would win uh, best in shape guy at training camp every year. And I'm like, how? Like your body's disgusting. It's pale. It's like a milk bag. Like, oh, you shave with a bic razor, one blade. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> who, who, I'm still who here. Yours is. Oh shit! Hey Keith. Yeah. Hey. Uh, my, I, I'd, I'd say you. You're probably. The uh, best all-around athlete, probably, I'd say. Yeah. Saying Biz or me? No, not Biz. Biz is horrible. <laughs> he literally, if you threw a tennis ball and hit him right in the beak. Um, I would say Yans or Brady Shea. Like, is Brady a, a good of an athlete? The dude could have went D1 football. And you said he shot what? 68 with you. Yeah, and he shot a 68 at Interlock. Oh, oh, my God. This guy's a fucking... And he's hot. Have you he's seen a, her, this kid's face? He's a man-dime, dude. Dude, but his name's S-K-E-J-L-S-W-Y. Like, it's yeah, the we made fun shit. of him on he, SNL. Yeah, he got on SNL. That's legit. Um, We have to actually wrap this up because the sponsors have only paid us for like this much time. We're not going to do more for free. We'll trim the fat shout, so every I'll time. Pay, I'll pay. Shout out, shout out to uh, before we sign off. It's almost I want to. I, I, no one should say a word for four seconds after I say this. Rest in peace to all the guys that play in the KHL that are leaving in two days. Sorry, boys. I mean, you're just going to leave before July. Wait, 4th. what do you mean, guys that in the K- guys in the KHL have to be there July second for camp? Yes. Yeah, but they also ended four months ago. Still, dude, to leave right buddy, now for Russia. Are you kidding Russia? me? You're leaving summer in North America to go to Russia? Hey, uh, all right, let's call oh, a guy in Kelowna. Hey, we're going to meet out at the course, and we're going to go on the boat after. Uh, hey? I'm flying to New York, then I'm flying to Rome, then I'm flying to Moscow, then I'm flying to St. Petersburg, then I got a flight to Yaroslavl, and then I got a little plane over to Sochi. <laughs> so just punch me in the face and stab me to death. So basically, I'm I'm, I'm actually joining in the amazing race, and, and that's kind of like part of the yeah. contract. And, and then I Biz will give you Biz will give you a Herschel backpack or whatever it is. All right, Biz. Yeah, um, shout out, Biz. We love you. We're going to get these guys on before they go out to camp. And by the way, these two had arguably their best seasons in the NHL after coming on Chicklets this summer. So thank you everyone for listening, and say goodbye, Kevin. Goodbye, everyone. Say goodbye, Keith. Peace out, everyone. And Biz, we love you.